Brian Windhorst, an NBA insider with ESPN, recently gave us his prediction on if Giannis will stay with Milwaukee or if the right opportunity presents itself, if he'll leave. We're also going to look at a report that was recently released by The Athletic that looks at which New York Knicks player potentially could lose minutes heading into next season. We're going to look into this and so much more today. Let's get started. Brian Windhorst, an NBA insider, recently gave us an update on Giannis and he also gave us some updates and details on the New York Knicks trying to go after a star. Now Brian Windhorst is obviously connected in the league. He's been speaking about this Giannis situation ever since Giannis gave those explosive comments with the New York Times and also gave those very, very controversial comments on the podcast that he was on stating that he wants to win over everything else even more than being a Milwaukee Buck. So obviously, when Brian Windhorst has anything to say on the Giannis situation, people are going to listen to it. And he gave the following prediction about Giannis when he was asked. So according to Brian Windhorst, he stated, if I had to predict where Giannis Antetokounmpo signs, I would say it's probably elsewhere. He said that on the Behind the Play podcast with ESPN. That means a lot. What it basically states is something that we all kind of predict already. We don't know it for sure, but we kind of see it going in that direction. Especially if Milwaukee does not raise another championship in the next few years. If Giannis feels that the Bucs are losing, not winning, and not trying to get a championship like he is, not making the same sacrifices, I think everybody pegs him to leave Milwaukee and go to a different franchise that gives them a better opportunity to win and get more championships. At the end of the day, we know that is all that Giannis wants. So because of that, it has a lot of teams looking around the league and wondering, should they make a move and a play for a star now, or should they wait, be patient, and wait for the other shoe to drop for one of these superstar players, maybe Joel Embiid, maybe Giannis, and then go all in for those type of players? It's a good question to ask. And according to Brian Windhorse, the Knicks are definitely one of the teams looking at what they should do over the next 12 to 18 months. According to Windhorse, he says the Knicks can play with this team that they have currently and be competitive in the East. Or once a star player becomes available, they can pivot after him. In fact, one of the challenges for the Knicks off-court over the next 12 to 18 months is to control themselves and wait for the player that they want to go all in for. That's an interesting comment made by Wendy. And obviously what he means here is that the New York Knicks control their own destiny. They can look around the league and they can throw assets at any star that becomes available. They can throw it at Joel Embiid. They can throw it at Donovan Mitchell, OG, Pascal Siakam, maybe some other mid-level tier stars, not exactly the tier of Joel Embiid or Giannis, but still have to give up assets in order to get them. They could do anything right now, according to Wendy, because they have the assets available to do it. And really, he said that really their own team control, their own ability to basically be patient and wait for the player that they want is basically going to control their fate, whether they do well or whether they don't. Because they have the assets and the players in order to make some deal get done. However, if they're impatient and they go after any star that's available, the splashy name, maybe not the name that fits, but the splashy name, they could definitely give up assets for that player 
and then maybe another superstar becomes available and now they can't go after that player. So having patience during this time, regardless of if they're going to land a Giannis or an Embiid, is definitely crucial for the Knicks and it can only help you. And a lot of people have been praising the Knicks for patiently building their roster out while keeping a lot of the assets that they need to make one of these superstars or all-star trades that we've been hearing about all offseason long. Whether that happens or not is really all on the New York Knicks and what star actually becomes available. And maybe that star states, I only want to go to the New York Knicks. Because if that happens, that opens up a whole new case, a whole new realm, and really a whole new reality for the New York Knicks. So that's interesting to watch and note as well too. Wendy also mentions why the New York Knicks are in such a good position. He states the following, regardless of whether they are in the third seed, the fourth seed, or the fifth seed, like where they were last year, the draft picks that they have at their disposal and the contracts that they have on their roster, in my view, they don't have a bad contract on their roster. All of the contracts that they have signed are all movable. That's a great comment and a great update by Wendy there on the New York Knicks and their current position. You want to know why they're always in conversations for stars, all-stars, superstars. It's because of the picks, the players, the contracts, the assets. Because of what they've built, what they have, they now are always going to be in the running for any one of those stars because they can make any deal work. And they're one of the teams in the league right now where they can compete while also looking to build and trying to add talent to their roster without having to gut their team. And as long as Leon Rose is the president of the New York Knicks, they are not making any egregious trade and they're not giving up the farm to get any one player. It's clear, under Leon Rose, there's a price point that he looks to hit. And if it exceeds that, he's walking away because he knows exactly what a lot of other people know. If you make a trade and you make a trade that's really, really bad, or you make a trade that looks really bad, other teams are going to think that when they work with you, they can get that same type of deal. In my opinion, what's happening right now is a reset of how the New York Knicks are being perceived. And Leon Rose is trying to do that. Whether or not it works is anybody's guess, and sometimes being too patient may not help. But I can say, out of all the things he's done, and he does have a few bad moves under his belt, He also has a couple of good moves under his belt. And I can say this, other managements would have traded away a lot more for one of these players already like Cat or Paul George. But right now, under Leon Rose, he hasn't done that. If anything, he's been extremely patient with what he's trying to do and what he's trying to build with the New York Knicks. That's why some fans are split. Some fans love it because they haven't seen this before and they've been hoping for this. Other fans don't like it because they feel like he's been too patient and missed out on opportunity. It's the way you slice it or how you look at it. I can say this. I remember Steve Mills. I remember Phil Jackson. I remember a lot of other GMs and a lot of other managements. There hasn't been a lot of good GMs and a lot of good presidents for the New York Knicks. Leon Rose right now is currently still writing his story. So I'm going to reserve judgment until he actually makes some moves that I can actually judge on a right scale. Until that happens, I'll reserve my judgment. But the clock is absolutely ticking. And if I see that, I'm sure a lot of other people see that as well too. In a recent article released by The Athletic, they asked the question, which New York Knicks player will likely lose the most minutes next season? 
And you know what? It's a fair and interesting question to make. Given the addition of Dante DiVincenzo, if you look into the New York Knicks roster, who is actually going to lose the most minutes? And now you have Josh Hart starting the season with the New York Knicks. So what's that going to do to the minutes? Who's going to close for the New York Knicks? Who is actually, potentially, going to lose the most minutes? Well, according to The Athletic, they looked into this and Fred Katz gave the following information about what he believes in terms of which New York Knicks player might lose the most minutes. According to Katz, he states the following. So, who are the prime candidates? Barrett and Quentin Grimes played less after the Hart trade last February. If either gets off to a slow start, could it mean even fewer minutes? Does DiVincenzo's addition means less quickly? Or could DiVincenzo have a smaller role in New York than he did with Golden State? So at least with Fred Katz, he is asking a few questions here. So it does seem like he isn't clear on who he believes will absolutely get their minutes reduced. But if we're looking at history, like he said, after the heart trade, RJ Barrett and Quentin Grimes, their minutes went down a little bit. And I think it is okay to argue and say that with Josh Hart, his new contract, the belief in him within the organization, what we saw with Team USA, and I'm sure Tom Thibodeau saw that as well too, I think it's fair to say that Quentin Grimes, in my opinion, is likely going to have his minutes reduced just a little bit. I think Emmanuel Quickly's minutes are definitely going to be reduced due to Dante DiVincenzo. And I actually think RJ Barrett, his minutes may not be reduced depending, keyword here, depending on where he's used and how he's used. That's up to Tom Thibodeau. But you could, I guess, make the argument in terms of closing games, Barrett may not be in the lineup and you could have the Villanova three in the closing lineup, Jalen Brunson, Dante DiVincenzo, and Josh Hart. It is potentially something that could happen and something that you can expect to see next season. Because if Tom Thibodeau trusts Dante DiVincenzo in his shooting, trusts Josh Hart out there, what he can do with his rebounding. And obviously we've seen the faith that he puts into Jalen Brunson. That is a lineup that absolutely can close. And if that happens, both Quentin Grimes and RJ Barrett are going to lose minutes because of it. And I can absolutely see that play out next season. I'm sure a lot of you can see it play out like that too. But let me know in the comments, guys. What do you guys think? Do you guys think Quentin Grimes and RJ Barrett are the primary candidates to lose their minutes the most next season? Or do you think another player potentially could lose their minutes over them? Let me know in the comments because I would love to hear from you. But to wrap this one up, I just want to further clarify again. I believe Quentin Grimes' minutes is likely going to be the ones reduced heading into next season, just given Josh Hart and his impact. And also, I believe Dante DiVincenzo is going to have a huge impact, and he's also going to affect Quentin Grimes' minutes. So, because of all those factors, it seems like Quentin Grimes is going to be the one that's most affected. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below, smash that like button, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.